Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. CBS News correspondent Robert Costa joins us live at 510. The nominee to run D.C.'s 911 call center is not going down without a fight. In Southeast D.C., I'm John Doman. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. President Biden is lending a helping hand in Georgia's runoff election from afar. CBS's Stephen Portnoy has the latest. Rather than travel south, the president campaigned for the incumbent Georgia senator in Massachusetts, telling a Boston phone bank staffed by union activists that it's important for Democrats to win a 51st Senate seat. Mr. Biden says if Raphael Warnock loses in Tuesday's runoff and the Senate again ends up split 50-50. That means you got 50 presidents. Anyone can decide to change the direction of the country. Mr. Biden said Warnock's opponent, Republican Herschel Walker, doesn't deserve to be in the U.S. Senate. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Washington. Employers added 263,000 jobs in November, but that's just part of the story, says Victoria Fernandez with Crossmark Global Investments. We're not seeing people jump back into that pool of workers that is looking for a job. And so that is very concerning. It really narrows the, um, the pool of people that are available to work. The committee investigating the January 6th assault on the Capitol is finishing its work. Here's CBS's Scott McFarland. These are the closing days for this unprecedented congressional investigation. The House January 6th Select Committee has to wrap up its work by January 2nd. They're expected to make a final written report to detail the breadth and scope of what they found in their investigation. And they met Friday to talk about possible criminal referrals. But no announcement after the meeting. Hate speech on Twitter is going up. More from CBS's Steve Futterman. Since the online social media giant was taken over by Elon Musk, there's been a spike in tweets containing hate speech. This according to several groups, including the Anti-Defamation League. Daily slurs against African-Americans have more than doubled. Anti-gay and anti-Semitic posts have also significantly risen. It comes as some accounts that previously had been banned are now allowed to come back. Musk has called himself a free speech absolutist, although on Thursday he indefinitely suspended the account of Kanye West. Steve Futterman, CBS News. CBS's Jim Crisula has the story of a man who cashed in illegally on his late mother. A 62-year-old Missouri man has admitted that he cashed his mother's Social Security checks for 26 years after her death. Prosecutors say Reginald Bagley never reported his mother's death in 1994 and set up a bank account in 1998 to directly deposit her benefit checks. The Delwood, Missouri man stole nearly $200,000 in Social Security benefits. The Social Security Administration got wise to the scheme in 2020. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 503 on WTOP on this Friday, December 2nd, 2022. Sun setting over Washington, partly cloudy skies in 48. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Hillary Howard. Our top local story this hour is just breaking. A jury in Montgomery County found FBI agent Eduardo Valdivia not guilty of attempted murder and other charges. He was accused of shooting another passenger twice inside a red line train near the medical center station in Bethesda in December of 2020. The victim survived. 
Metro Transit Police say the agent fired multiple shots after the man approached him that morning and they exchanged words. Valdivia's attorney, Robert Bonsib. 100% self-defense. He was trying to save his life. This case should have never, ever been brought. And it, it befuddles me today uh, still uh, to understand why he had to go through this for two years. WTOP's Kate Ryan is at the courthouse. We'll have much more for you on this tonight. And we now have the latest on D.C.'s embattled 911 interim director. Now, this Tuesday, the full council, that's the city council, will vote on whether to make Karima Holmes the permanent boss. However, the nominee is expected to be turned down because of so many problems with the 911 call center over the years. Today, the mayor made it clear she's not giving up. Here's WTOP's John Doman. Karima has been confirmed by the council once. But D.C. Council Chair Phil Mendelson says that's why Karima Holmes won't be confirmed again. Karima Holmes has not been held in high regard by the council since her first stint at the Office of Unified Communications. Her first stint ended early last year. A few months ago, she was nominated for a second stint. But throughout her first tenure and this year, while she's been interim director, the office has been plagued by deadly mistakes. Just this year, a newborn died after paramedics were sent to the wrong address. Another man died after waiting 11 minutes for an ambulance to be dispatched when he was having a heart attack. We get it right the majority of the time. Today, Holmes defended herself in a agency's performance. Our complaint rate, our error rate is under 0.001% literally. Um, and we try and do our best. We are not perfect. But Mendelssohn says the mayor should nominate someone else. In Southeast D.C., John Dome in WTOP News. A Virginia cold case is now one step closer to being solved. That's because the victim has been identified thanks to DNA testing. Back in 1993, a woman was found stabbed to death in a wooded area out in Centerville. Last month, Fairfax County's major crime, Cyber and Forensics Bureau, identified her. That Jane Doe, uh, Sharon K. Abbott Lane. Major Ed O'Carroll oversees the bureau. We, we never knew uh, who the remains belonged to. With the help of her family, they were able to use DNA testing. Sharon was last heard from in 1987. Her late father received an anonymous call about four years later. That his daughter was dead. O'Carroll says while her death is closer to being solved, they need the community's help. We hope someone comes forward, be it the killer or someone with information. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. A man was critically injured early today when he was shocked on top of a mark train. It happened near Union Station. D.C. Fire and EMS says the man was walking on the roof of the train when it happened. An Amtrak spokesperson identifies the man as a trespasser, and for now it's unclear how he got on the train. took about 90 minutes for that man to be rescued because power had to be shut down to allow for a rescue. Amtrak police are investigating. The U.S. men's soccer team takes on the Netherlands in a round of 16 matchup tomorrow morning at the World Cup. Team USA can reach the quarterfinals for the first time since 2002. Dave Johnson, our senior sports director and longtime voice of the D.C. United, tells us he is so looking forward to the match. Just one more sleep. Just one more sleep. <laughs> it's like before a big event. And even Thomas Rangan, my friend, former D.C. United coach, who's from Holland, who always reminds me, if you ain't Dutch, you ain't much. He believes <laughs> the U.S. has a chance. So that's the other belief is that this team believes. It has showed it so far. It certainly showed it in the England game. You guys have probably heard the rumor. England's pretty good at soccer. U.S. fearless against them. And look, this is a young U.S. team. But this is where, hey, 
it's great to be young because you don't overthink it. It's not like you and I and Hillary. We do overthink everything. But these guys just go out and play. The match begins at 10 tomorrow. It will check weekend forecast and a big change in the Democratic presidential nominating calendar. We'll talk to Robert Costa of CBS. That's next. So what are you getting for Trish? Well, I don't know. I, I really want to make her Christmas. So do it. Hi, Beverly. Hi, guys. I heard everything. Listen, to make her Christmas, have it custom-made at Dominion Jewelers. Custom? Oh, yes. Through you, they learn who she is, what she loves, and create something completely one-of-a-kind just for her. Oh, man. Dominion Jewelers sounds perfect. Yes, I, I'm going to do it. Beverly, you're an angel. No, oh. <laughs> I bet you say that to all the girls. We make it beautiful. You make it yours. Dominion Jewelers. By appointment only. It's 508. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. A few work zones in Prince George's Charles County's on 214 Central Avenue eastbound near 193. They are still at work into this evening and only one left lane is getting by on Central Avenue. It is emergency utility work in Akakeek and it's on 210 South at 228 where the traffic signal cabinet was knocked down by a crash. Northbound traffic gets by past the damage, but southbound, those left turn lanes were blocked to go east on 228 toward Bensville and Waldorf. You can go straight ahead slowly on 210 southbound. And police activity near the Bladensburg Peace Cross, eastbound 450 toward Kenilworth Avenue. You were getting by to the left, unsure if that's clear. They went for a crash at Adelphi, northbound on New Hampshire Avenue, north of uh, Adelphi Road and near Oakview Drive on 650 and Howard County on I-95 northbound traffic is slowing from 216 past 32. The crash is between 175 and 100 and it's been blocking the right lane for a while. Baltimore Washington Parkway volume delays to 70. Slow northbound through Gaithersburg and past 121. 50 eastbound toward the Bay Bridge in good shape. Westbound, much heavier traffic this evening and slow traffic from Castle Marina Road to get onto the westbound span with two-way operations. Only two lanes open eastbound, typical for a Friday, but abnormally slow westbound on 50 nonetheless. Now in Virginia on the Beltway and I-66 west of it, just dealing with rush hour delays, minor crash on the outer loop before 66 quickly moved to the right shoulder. Likewise on 95 southbound slow into Woodbridge with a crash as a distraction beyond 123 on the right shoulder. In the district, slow both ways up and down D.C. 295, crash reported near Eckington on New York Avenue at Florida Avenue. Express lanes on I-66 bring you faster and more reliable travel. Learn more about using the lanes by bus, van pool, and toll-free carpool at transform66.org. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Thank you, Dave. Let's talk to Chad Merrill about this forecast. Not a bad afternoon and evening across the DMV. Temperatures steady in the upper 40s through this evening. We'll drop a few degrees overnight, but temperatures are not going to tumble like they did last night because we have a southerly flow ahead of a cold front, and that southerly flow will bring us some drizzle tonight and then some showers early Saturday, following that clearing skies with low 60s, so not a bad Saturday afternoon. Sunday, sunshine filtered through high clouds, low to mid-40s, upper 40s on Monday, rain back in here on Tuesday. I'm Storm Team 4's Chad Merrill. Temperatures already starting to drop. We're down to 47 in Manassas, 43 in Frederick, Metro Center in D.C. It's 48. All brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 511. 
Well, there's breaking news this evening involving campaign 2024. Democrats voted to remove Iowa as the leadoff state on the presidential nominating calendar and replace it with South Carolina. That'll start in two years. President Biden argues the dramatic shakeup, which he endorsed, will better reflect the party's diverse electorate. Iowa has been first in the nation for 50 years. But technical meltdowns sparked chaos and marred results from the state's 2020 caucus. The move will still have to be approved by the full DNC in a vote probably early next year. Well, joining us live to talk more about this, CBS News Chief Election and Campaign Correspondent Robert Costa. Bob, it's good to have you back. Thank you so much. Great to be with you. Hey, elaborate for us some more here why the Democrats want to go in this direction. Long story short, this is about President Biden, whose campaign was elevated by the South Carolina primary in 2020, trying to pay respects to that core coalition in the Democratic Party, a core coalition he believes does not get enough respect and influence in the nominating process. And that's black voters. Black voters, he believes, are often left out of the conversation early in the presidential campaigns because of Iowa, a very rural, very white state. And he's trying to now, as president, use his political capital to move it up in the calendar. This must leave uh, residents of Iowa reeling, Bob. It it is leaving them reeling. In fact, even a Republican longtime senator, Chuck Grassley, came out today to fight the Democrats' position about how they're going to run their own party's primaries. But this was a long time coming. The chairman of the party, Jamie Harrison, head of the Democratic National Committee from South Carolina, one of the most influential members of Congress, Jim Clyburn, also from South Carolina. And this is about the Democrats looking at their party and believing their primary process should reflect what they believe is the diverse nature power of their voting electorate. Uh, You know, some people may ask this question. Why can't a different state lead off the nominating calendar every four years? Uh, Would that be too confusing? Seems like it might be a little more fair. It looks like this could be a fluid process. For so long, it's always been Iowa, then New Hampshire, then South Carolina, then Nevada. What you're seeing now at the Democratic National Committee is an active discussion. We see Michigan moving up on the calendar, South Carolina moving to the front of the line. This is part of a discussion in both parties, frankly, about whether the primary calendar needs to be upended to reflect how the party is changing, whether it's Democrats or Republicans. And ultimately, do you think it will have any broader impact beyond that? It'll have an impact because if President Biden chooses to run in 2024, South Carolina is his key political state. So it's hard to see him having a primary challenge of any significant impact if South Carolina is going to give him a resounding win early in the process, should he run? And if he doesn't run, it's going to have an impact because it means black voters who comprise a lot of the Democratic electorate in South Carolina are going to have a major say. And that's going to influence the possible field. Well, we'll see how this all turns out ultimately. And we'll be checking back with you, Bob. Good to have you once again. Thanks Thanks. so much. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Robert Costa of CBS News. Sports next. Sarah. How many times have you opened a door and been surprised by the amount of junk hiding behind it? Lots of times. Yes. And during junk reproductive season, we receive lots of boxes of new items. And there's no place to put them because all the storage spaces have gone J.E. J.E.? Junk exponential. Is this junk reproductive season? Yes, Sarah, it is. Have no fear. We make junk disappear. All you have to do is point. 
Call 1-800-GOT-JUNK or visit 1-800-GOT-JUNK.COM. Unyang and Jumio Labanji here. Every morning, News for Today is working for you the minute you wake up. Getting you up to speed on the big stories happening in your neighborhood before you head out the door. And I'm Chuck Bell, preparing you with your hour-by-hour Storm Team 4 forecast and making sure your kids are bus stop ready. Melissa Malay here, getting you where you need to be on time with first four traffic reports. We're making your mornings a little easier. Working for you weekday mornings from 4 to 7 on News 4 Today. On WTOP, let's find out what's happening with your money. The Dow finished the day up 35 points. A D.C. company's drug for stage fright. I'm Jeff Glaber. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Hey, Frank Hanrahan, what's happening? Hey, Hillary, we got World Cup soccer. Group play is complete, so now on to the knockout round. Switzerland gets there with a 3-2 win over Serbia. Brazil also advances from Group G despite losing to Cameroon 1-zip. Portugal, South Korea also move on to the knockout stage, which again starts tomorrow. U.S. soccer facing the Netherlands at 10 a.m. Round of 16. Men's college hoops tonight, number 22 in unbeaten Maryland. Takes on Illinois to kick off Big Ten play. Wizards at Charlotte. Wiz fresh off that humbling loss at Brooklyn. Tip off at 710. Frank Andrahan of ETOP Sports. All right, Frank, thanks. 517. Driving while high. More people are doing it now that recreational weed is legal in so many places. And lawmakers are looking into whether anything can be done to prove that someone might be high while behind the wheel. Testing a driver for alcohol is easy. Testing for marijuana, on the other hand, not so much. Which is why, by the way, marijuana is much more difficult to prosecute criminally. Virginia State Senator Scott Surival says lawmakers will be talking about it when their legislative session starts next month. One possibility is to implement some kind of roadside saliva test. Right now we're just having a discussion to try and figure out what tools are available that we might be able to use, but I think we're going to have to continue studying these things. It's a popular topic, especially since recreational marijuana is now legal in D.C. and Virginia and will be legal in Maryland starting in July of next year. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Now to the top stories we're working at WTOP. An FBI agent hears the verdict in his attempted murder trial. The agent shot a panhandler on a metro train nearly two years ago. An arrest in the deadly shooting of rapper Takeoff, who was killed outside a bowling alley in Houston a couple of weeks ago. The Democratic Party decides to remove Iowa as the leadoff state on the presidential nominating calendar. South Carolina will take its place. And stay with us for more on these stories in the minutes ahead here on WTOP. 518. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Here's Dave Dildine. Most of the traffic mishaps in this afternoon since this afternoon have been in Maryland on the Beltway. The latest crash near Camp Springs on the Outer Loop past Allentown Road on the right. In Howard County on I-95 northbound between Columbia and Elkridge. Heavy and slow with a crash north of 175. Blocking the right side for a while now. Bailout on 29 and 295 north of 32. At the Bay Bridge, eastbound traffic on 50 is fine, but westbound traffic is unusually heavy this evening. From Castle Marina Road onto the westbound span. On Friday's Typical to only have two lanes open westbound, but this evening there's a lot of traffic drivers migrating off the Delmarva and going westbound toward Annapolis. Kettering eastbound on Central Avenue at 193, only one lane open at a work zone. In Akakik, 210, southbound at 228, traffic signal damage. Police and utility crew direction. The left turn lanes were blocked on 210 south. Adelphi, northbound traffic on New Hampshire Avenue is slow toward the Beltway. A crash at Oakview Drive. 
In Virginia on 66, not so bad. 95, southbound crash on the right shoulder near 123. Normal volume delays into Woodbridge. On the Beltway, congestion without incident. Getting heavy inbound on 395 at the 14th Street Bridge as Fridays go. Northeast, we had uh, police activity and a report of a crash in Eckington on New York Avenue at Florida Avenue. No specifics, but delays all four ways are a good bet. How can you make sure a holiday meal is available for a family in need? By providing a grocery bag through Central Union Mission for just $25. Give today at missiondc.org. Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Let's go to Storm Team 4 now. Chad Merrill hanging around with us this afternoon with a weekend forecast that is, uh, how would you describe a uh, transitional pattern. Uh, we're in this transitional pattern we've been in uh, since the beginning of the month, and that's going to continue tonight. We're not going to be as cold as we were this morning. Temperatures will drop a few degrees between now and about 9 o'clock, and then temperatures could rise a few degrees later tonight. We'll have some drizzle when you wake up in the morning. Temperatures in the mid-40s. Tomorrow's transitional day number one. Some showers in the morning. That will clear out. The winds will turn rather breezy. If you're heading over to the mountains, the Allegheny Mountains, the winds there could gust up to 50 miles an hour where there's some wind advisories. That's well west of I-81, though. In the nation's capital, we're going to see highs in the low 60s tomorrow afternoon, but then Sunday, we're back in the 40s for high temperatures as the cold air finally spills in behind that system. And Monday, we're in the upper 40s and back to light rain and drizzle in low 50s on Tuesday. It is 48 at Reagan National Airport and Dallas International, 46 right now at BWI Marshall. Thank you, Chad. Brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP. Will Farrell and Ryan Reynolds adapt screw into the comedy musical Spirited. I'm Jason Fraley. 521. Attention passengers, this is your pilot speaking. Looks like we're going to have to land immediately. And hurry to the Xfinity Black Friday sales. Uh, folks, we've got clear skies and lots of binge watching ahead. Stream your heart out when you get the ultimate streamer setup. We'll be cruising in so new Xfinity customers can get 400 megabit internet for just $30 a month for 24 months with a one-year contract, unlimited data, and a free 4K streaming box included. Plus, for a limited time, get HBO Max included for one year. So uh, sit back and relax with internet made for streaming and access to classic favorites. Flight attendants, prepare for binge-watching. Drop everything and get to the Xfinity Black Friday sale now through December 5th. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Equipment taxes and fees extra. Add supported plan of HBO Max after promo regular rates apply. To get the most money for your home, do what I did. Start with something free. This is Dave Johnson. Start with Jennifer Young's Free Seller Seminar, Wednesday, December 7th at 6.30. Online at JenniferYoungHomes.com, and that's how you reserve your spot at JenniferYoungHomes.com. What updates the right ones for that best return? Maybe you need staging. Jennifer Young and her team will be with you every step of the way. And that first step, Jennifer Young's Free Seller Seminar, Wednesday, December 7th at 6.30, JenniferYoungHomes.com. Keller Williams Realty, 703 Zero, zero. Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share Certificate with 5% APY for seven months now through December 14th. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have a $1,000 minimum balance. 
to earn advertised APR. You're listening to WTOP News. 523. Most of us have had at least one less than pleasant flying experience. And while new data shows there are fewer complaints these days, the numbers are still much higher than before the pandemic. Here's CBS's Jim Crisula. The U.S. Department of Transportation received some 6,100 complaints about airline service from customers in September. That was down about 16% from such complaints in August, but up 386% from complaints received in pre-pandemic September 2019. Nearly 60% of the consumer airline complaints were against U.S. carriers in September, 36% were against foreign airlines, and 7% against travel companies. Well, here's something some of you travelers might have a complaint about. The TSA is now scanning faces at 16 major airports, including Reagan National. Now we learn BWI Marshall, the Washington Post, reports the TSA has been quietly using facial recognition technology and that it hopes to expand it nationwide as soon as next year. Well, that could be an issue in San Francisco, where the city bans the practice. 524, each generation has its favorite Scrooge, from Alastair Sim to George C. Scott. This holiday, Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds star in Spirited on Apple TV+. Just as Tim Allen's Santa Claus showed us behind the scenes at the North Pole, Spirited shows the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future hard at work saving souls. I'm your ghost of Christmas present. Like a Christmas carol? Will Ferrell returns to the genre after Elf, but rather than a fish out of water, this time it's wanting to leave the supernatural realm and settle down. His final job is saving a, quote, unredeemable like Ryan Reynolds' snarky social media tycoon lining his pockets with water. War on Christmas fear-mongering in a show-stopping number bringing back Christmas. Songwriting duo Pasek and Paul of La La Land and The Greatest Showman deliver catchy songs like Good Afternoon, pretending it's offensive to say good afternoon. I'm WTOP film critic Jason Fraley giving Spirited 4 out of 5 stars. WTOP at 525. We've got money news at 25 and 55. Let's get back to Jeff Claybaugh. After a 400-point fall this morning, the Dow closed up 35 points. The S&P 500 index down just 5. The Nasdaq down 21 points. U.S. companies added a more than expected 263,000 jobs in November. October's job growth rate was revised higher. Ford is now the number two electric vehicle maker in the U.S. New sales data shows Ford narrowly topped Hyundai. Ford is still a very distant second to Tesla, accounting for 7.4% of EV sales in the U.S. Tesla still holds 65%. A D.C. biotech is developing a drug for stage fright, technically called acute performance anxiety. Vonda Pharmaceuticals says it showed effectiveness in early clinical trials. About 20% of Americans experience stage fright. This drug attaches to the same receptors as nicotine. Jeff Clayball. WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Indeed.com. Indeed gets it. A single hire can make or break everything. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. Coming up on WTOP. A jury decides the case of an FBI agent accused in a shooting on Metro. I'm Kate Ryan. And later this hour. It's the most expensive time of the year. How to talk to your kids about it. This is Kyle Cooper. It's 526. No one knows where this market will go. Right now, it feels like a wild ride. One thing's for certain. There's a way through it. And the experience and guidance of a Merrill advisor can help you get there. Because where there's a bull, there's a way. Find an advisor in Washington, D.C. at ml.com slash.